Hi, and welcome to my Heart Your Head podcast. I'm Kaika. And I'm Amika, and today we are discussing self-care. Let's talk self-care, I guess. Yes, um, I feel like it's a topic that's kind of mm, hot, or it used yes. to be hot. Now it's sometimes even overused, I would say. Yeah, exactly. I was thinking about it when I was a teenager or in my early 20s. Like Nobody was talking about it, or maybe they were, but I was not aware. Yeah. But and also, like, when there were the first, uh, first time appearing, like, how to do self-care even, it was basically something really groundbreaking like it felt weird to do something for yourself but these days it's uh i would say all over the internet yeah exactly and it kind of started as in like you know bubble baths and whatever and then i started seeing videos and articles like self-care much more than just bubble baths and now <laughs> i'm like i'm confused what is it <laughs> But I think it's important to point out that it's like really individual and like it's really important to say that it's something completely else for everyone. Yeah, exactly. Because we all need different things and kind of focus on different things. So according to Wikipedia, self-care is an individual's health management without the aid of any medical professionals so it's something that you do to yourself because the definition doesn't really tell you that much like okay what what exactly can I do for my self-care we found this article it was on women's health magazine and uh, the article is called 25 ways you can practice self-care every single day so we figured that we would share these with everyone because we are on a learning path here. So so let's do it. Let's go through the points. Number one, drink some water first thing in the a.m. Well, my absolute like first thought when I read this was like, yeah, surviving and staying alive would be a good point in self-care like you drink <laughs> that water baby because you're going to die so this was like the initial thought in my head and but yeah that is something I do practice actually uh, I do the first thing I do when I wake up is drink water but honestly I never thought of it as a self-care it's yeah. just something I do because I don't know otherwise you feel I bad. feel like I want to yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes yeah. because my mouth is usually dry so it's more of a need than I would consider it a self-care but yeah I guess like everything you do to feel better might be considered self-care yeah do you Even drink water in the morning I do I do yeah because um I hate getting up during the night so if I need to drink during the night it's just I hate getting up so I need to have my glass of water on my bedside table that's why like yes. if there's a bed where one side is like next to the wall and on the other side you have a bedside table I always want to be on the side where there's a bedside table so I can have my water oh, there <laughs> that's the reason okay exactly yeah we did it at my place yes yes, yes. I remember and I was wondering like why usually people like to sleep by the wall so <laughs> like me but yeah, yeah now I get it yeah you need it's your water. water access <laughs> exactly yeah okay so yeah I think we do agree with this one. Oh yeah definitely <laughs> check yeah yes <laughs> okay number two write down five things every day that didn't totally suck now, for me, I love the part that didn't totally suck because sometimes you have those days <laughs> that it can be a bit tricky to feel grateful. And I feel like this tip is about feeling gratitude, which I think is something that's talked about a lot these days. It's, I feel like it's talked about a lot, but it's not 
practiced so much. Uh, I feel everyone struggles to look at the, even the smallest nice things that happen throughout the day when something really bad is going on or something that troubles us. So, mm. yeah, I think it's really important to focus on the little things and, I mean, the positive little things, not <laughs> the <laughs> negative ones. But for me, yes, definitely I relate to the didn't totally suck part, but for me, the write down five things that just, I'm not going to do this. Like I, every time a sentence starts like this, I'm like, nope, <laughs> not for me. I really, I cannot find the, I go through the things in my head, but I don't necessarily feel the need to write them down and have some kind of journal. That's just something which is not for me. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I, I can see myself doing this, but in kind of my way. Yeah, and I feel like that might be even better because if your if your goal is to just write down five things, then it might just become like all about just writing something down yes. and not actually yeah, yeah, yeah. thinking about it and feeling it. Because I heard that if you like when you're feeling gratitude, these feel good hormones in your body they start to move and make you feel good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So yeah, if you're just writing down those things as like uh, like you would write a grocery list, like that's not really necessarily too no. helpful. No. Yeah. But I actually, I have um, a five minute journal, that's what it's called. And every day you're supposed to, or every morning, you're supposed to write down three things that basically you're grateful for. Mm -hmm. And then... Yeah, every evening you're writing a few things that made you happy, basically. So, Yeah, and I think this, what you said, is really interesting for me, that you are writing down three things you're grateful for in the morning. Mm -hmm, yes. Because usually all of these tips are written down in the evening, because you should probably like experience something to be grateful for throughout the day. But this is, I feel like, even more focus on the real gratitude and not just like I had a good lunch uh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> because in the morning you don't have any experiences from the day which would like somehow um, stick out uh, as extremely positive or slightly positive or not sucking it <laughs> completely and yeah. in the morning you can like be actually grateful for something that like sticked with you also throughout the night and it's just like present in your life and not just the most recent memory yeah I mean to be honest I feel like most of my notes include some sort of point about like I'm grateful for my warm bed or I'm grateful that the sun is shining today or like it's it's kind of in the moment, but maybe uh -huh. that's why it's it's easier to like focus on it and truly feel it when it's you need to be feeling it. <laughs> you <know>? Yeah. <laughs> yes. So let's hop on to number three, which is make a menu for the week. Are you practicing this? Uh, well, most of the time I do cook at home and right now during the whole COVID situation, I'm not trying to go to the grocery to get the groceries every single day as I used to. So I do need to do some planning. But uh, since I live mostly from veggies and like things that need to be fresh, uh, I don't plan for the whole week, usually just three to four days ahead uh, while the groceries last. But <laughs> I I really, I just really enjoy knowing what I'm going to eat and having it in my head and kind of like feeling happy about it and like getting ready to finally eat it. So <laughs> uh, I've, I feel like the planning of what I'm going to eat really brings more joy to what I eat and me like being more positive about what I'm eating oh I love hearing that yeah so nice. Yeah. <laughs> me too 
for me, I think this is something that definitely changed when I moved to the Netherlands because uh, when I was living in Prague, I was going to the grocery store, if not every day, then every two days, even during like pandemic times. But that was just like I was bored and I needed something to do. So <laughs> I would yeah. go and like buy a few things at a time. But it completely changed. So for the past, I would say, month or so, we have had a one-stop strategy at the grocery store. So every Monday, uh, we will go and do our groceries in the evening. And it's it's been working quite okay. I have to admit that a couple of times during the week, we've had to go ahead and fill our um, chocolate drawer. But... <laughs> Otherwise, when it comes to fruit and vegetables, like that's that stuff is pretty, pretty okay even after a week in the fridge. Yeah, the besides the being fresh struggle, I also since I'm living alone and not having a car, uh, I'm mm-hmm. just I'm able to bring only a certain amount of things from the shop, so so I cannot really. Like I probably would be able to buy things for even a week, but like I would need to carry it somehow. So <laughs> it's getting tricky. Yeah, definitely. In general, I would say any type of planning is somehow like I feel much more calm and like it makes me relax that I have the plan and I know what is going to happen. So even when it's related to food, I think it's... It's really beneficial. Mm-hmm. True. For me, I for some reason, I really enjoyed when there's, let's say, broccoli that's going to go bad soon. And I need to come up with something, some kind of food where I can use the broccoli. Mm-hmm. Like I really enjoy that kind of um, improvising. <laughs> yeah. But I still I like to have kind of those staples in the, or in the pantry. So it's easy to come up with different kinds of meals yeah (laughs) for sure then uh, point number four try that new yoga class which this point uh it's not just about yoga i suppose it's just about uh changing up your routine and um yeah how that's beneficial for you which i fully wholeheartedly agree (laughs) with this point Uh, Because for me, it's very important to have a routine with my workouts. Like, I know that I'm going to be working out, but it's really essential to change it up because otherwise I'm like, oh, I don't want to do it. This sucks. And of course, you don't want working out to suck because it can be very difficult as it is. (laughs) So we don't need to make it even more difficult. I have to disagree on this one. (laughs) Yes, for me, I am definitely a person of stereotypes. I just, I like to have every day almost the same. And for me, that also applies to uh, working out. I, I many times, many times I try to follow some exercise plan where each exercise was slightly different, changing up the different exercises and so on I hate it so much I want to do the exact same thing every single time if I'm having a leg day I'm going to work out the I'm going to do the exact same exercises every single time and besides the fact that it's the same thing and I just like things on repeat basically uh the next thing is that this way it allows me to track my progress very, very easily because obviously I know how many repetitions or how many, how much time it took me the last time and now I'm doing the exact same thing. So it's easy for me to see if I'm doing better or worse, hopefully better. (laughs) So so these are the main reasons. And for me, in general, trying out new things, and going, for example, going to new yoga class, that just brings so much anxiety to me. And I mean, I just need to have my habits and 
do the same thing that just what brings me brings me joy <laughs> to my life so yeah I think in general people who struggle with anxiety it might be easier for them to stick to what they know mm. and what they like mm. true I really um also like going to a new yoga class like I would never do it by myself I like trying out new things but not by myself yeah I don't like to do it either, even with others. <laughs> I'm just no, it's really hard for me to like try out something new. Even changing the gym was like huge struggle and huge anxiety for me. Just going to the new place, finding out how it works. So yeah, I'm gonna stick to my old ways probably. <laughs> But I mean, you're still up for a challenge. Like, uh, when was it? A year ago or so. Yeah, yeah, a year ago. Yeah, yes. you asked me if I wanted to do a was it a thirty day ab challenge? Yes. So basically, every yes. single day for thirty days, you would do one, the same every day. It was the same ten minute ab video. Yes, the same one. <laughs> yes, exactly. That was amazing. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I feel like thirty days. It's definitely doable because. I see that, yeah, you're doing the same thing every day, so you easily notice like if something will feels different today yeah. than it did before. So yeah, it was it was fine for thirty days, but more than that, I mean, I wouldn't keep doing it every day because like it it's not possible to work out the same thing every single day especially because like you also need to rest and you have those days when you are just not going to do mm -hmm. anything <laughs> but uh but definitely like I can imagine I would be doing the workout the same one let's say two two three times a week forever <laughs> <laughs> so But for me, that was a body weight uh, workout and I like to have it like also the possibility to include mm. weights to like have the options to progress. Uh, that's how I choose my basically yeah. workouts. So I don't have to change anything besides the <laughs> weights or the time or the amount of re repetitions. So, yeah. And speaking of challenges, we were thinking about doing something similar To this like a 10 minute challenge uh, on our I think on our Instagram yes. and uh, we could do it for 30 days or 21 days I was thinking 21 days because they say that it takes 21 days to build a habit which like even though I did this ab workout 30 days in a row it did not become a habit <laughs> but <laughs> but it's a nice idea so yeah We yeah. will be doing that on the Instagram. And I'm very excited because I like, yeah, like I said, I like these kind of short-term challenges. So looking forward to that. Yeah, yeah, me too. So just go follow us on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> so you can see this there. Okay, uh, number five, take a new route to work. Um, I'm just gonna say it. I think this is stupid because if you are going to work, You have probably optimized your route to work. Like you know which roads to take if you're driving or you know which public transport to take, you know exactly which tram, whatever. You know where to walk so that you have to spend as little time as possible commuting to work. So changing the route, I think, is... <laughs> Why would I do that? Uh, I personally... I don't think I would change my route to work, but I do change my work, uh, my route from mm -hmm. work. And even if I'm just going home, I would often, let's say, walk to a different bus stop and take a different bus or because I have time for it or mm. walk almost the whole way. <laughs> and uh, it's just... It depends, like if I want to get one some of my steps in or if I want to see something from the past, like a little sightseeing in my own town or what do I feel like? And I would do this, like going from work, it would be some type, type of like clearing my head on my way home. So Yeah, true. From but not work to work, goodness. like... 
yeah to work it feels stupid like i i need to be there on time like i wouldn't plan on like yeah i'm going to take this route which takes 15 minutes more so i need to wake up earlier and <laughs> be ready earlier to leave that just doesn't seem very self-care to me <laughs> yeah exactly but i can see the self-care aspect in like let's say the fastest route from work to home is to take the metro but it's a beautiful day you don't want to be underground so yeah. i understand then you would take the tram even if you need to take like four different trams to get home yes it's like it's a beautiful day so yes why not and i think that the point of this this tip is to like challenge your brain and do something different and not always work on autopilot okay then we have point number six i love this one i think this is my favorite out of all of them because it's not a no-brainer and it's also not stupid <laughs> it is to have a mini dance party yeah anytime anywhere <laughs> exactly yeah you can do it by yourself, you can do it with friends, you can do it while you're brushing your teeth, while you're cooking. It's... For me, it's the cooking. I love to dance while I'm cooking. Yeah. I don't know. But I need to, uh, with the mini dance parties, I need to make sure that it's... Because sometimes it takes more time, not just a mini dance party. Sometimes it's a <laughs> big dance party. And it often became the reason I was late to many events. So, because it felt like yeah. a good idea to play music while I'm getting ready, yes. but suddenly I was dancing all over the apartment and I was not getting ready. So, yeah, I need to make sure it doesn't make me late. <laughs> but it's a that. good time, so... yeah. <laughs> And I mean, these days we are not really going to many places, so yeah, even more reason to have more dance parties. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yes, we love it. definitely. If there is anyone who haven't tried it, try it. Like, do it today. Now it's your time. Dance. Um, point number seven: Take five minutes to decompress every day. I don't. To be honest, I don't really understand what this means. I'm going to read to you from the article now. So it's important to take time to breathe, says some kind of expert. People believe self-care has to be expensive and lavish, but it doesn't. And it can look as simple as putting your phone or any other device away for five minutes to just sit with your own thoughts. Okay, so it's not meditating because you're kind of sitting with your thoughts instead of, yep. I don't know, focusing on your breath, whatever. But it's just kind of being there without any devices, any... I don't really I don't really understand this point. Yeah, it's uh, not very easy to understand for me too, but I would say I can definitely see myself kind of doing this like uh, I'm not on my phone that much uh, especially if I'm out of my home since as you know I don't use my internet in my phone <laughs> so why would I use it what would I do with it so um, yeah I, I do spend a lot of time with my thoughts uh, it's exhausting uh, <laughs> so uh, also not the best relaxing thing for me but it's like I really do need to just somehow go through everything that is going on in my head and basically just kind of sort all of what's happening in in place and just like taking the time to focus on how I how I feel about it and just realizing where's where am I right now so yeah it's not meditating it's not mm. trying to be thoughtless uh, it's uh it's really like head full of thoughts it's just trying to maybe find their place and what do I think about them and how do I feel about it and for me it's really important and for me it's something which I tend to forget to do when I have a lot of things going on but it's even more important when there are there are too many things at once. So it's really important to find the time 
but I don't for me definitely five minutes are not enough like I need a lot of time to think so and you are not thinking or <laughs> I feel like I'm kind of doing this while I'm doing other things like if mm -hmm. I'm doing my makeup or folding laundry whatever I do something like this yeah again it, I, I'm not really doing it I'm not thinking about doing it mm -hmm. yeah it's so uh, it's for me since for example right now when I'm staying most of the time at home not having much to do this is probably the thing I do the most I just mm -hmm have my thoughts and I'm just like thinking and it's not overthinking it's just regular thinking <laughs> about what is happening what I want in my life how I feel reflecting on some moments it's calm it's not um, including any anxiety it's just like my brain functioning <laughs> and uh, it's funny as you said like it's not really any Uh, activity or something you would do really thinking about that like now I will sit down and just think and this is my activity for the day and it's really weird because then uh, people would often ask me if I'm not bored when I'm at home so much and if I'm not getting going crazy when I'm not meeting with so many people and it's really weird because my answer would be no I'm not bored I'm with my thoughts all the time mm -hmm. like it keeps me occupied but but it's not really a usual let's say hobby or like it's you wouldn't find it it's some like most favorite hobbies of people but I I still think like it's really really important to like stay in touch with yourself yeah that's true and do you find that sometimes it goes to the like overthinking level uh yeah it can it can like it's really easy to go through the thoughts and just slip to some toxic place mm -hmm. uh, but that's something I'm like working hard on <laughs> and I can like easily spot like yeah wait let's not go this way like let's mm -hmm. stop here let's close this door let's head different direction and but sometimes I have to say even even the overthinking if you are doing it you are aware you are doing the overthinking right now and you are just going into some spiral of mm -hmm. thoughts uh it sometimes can be, sometimes can be some kind of like revelation for yourself like oh this is where my thoughts can go like maybe you wouldn't normally think that you are actually having anxiety there or having some uh fear in that topic but this can be some kind of a signal that this topic might be not really resolved within yourself. So it can be a good good thing sometimes. But you need to be aware of it. Like in general, overthinking is really hard to get under control and just like not go there. This topic could use a whole, like its own episode. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah, overthinking can be one of our episodes in the future. Yes, definitely. <laughs> Okay, next next topic, uh, number eight, move for at least 30 minutes a day. Mm, and in, in this point, like just simply walking, taking a stroll, like that's, that's considered as moving yourself, which again, I feel like it's similar to drinking water, like you kind of have to do it if you want to function properly. Yes, yeah, definitely like... I tried not to move for several days because I didn't feel like it. I was just at home. Uh, I think it was like the January, February season of this year. And yeah, my body started to be in pain mm -hmm. <laughs> for the whole days. I felt like I'm turning into some weird jelly. And it was just like physically I was starting to feel really, really bad in just a couple of days so yeah I think it's really important to move just to function properly yeah. uh, but also I think like taking the walk even if you're like as I mentioned going by public transport and just like let's skip one bus stop go to, to the, uh, mm -hmm. the next one or just like taking a few more extra steps it can be also good for like 
the time to think or even listening to your favorite music. So in that sense, I would see it more as a self-care, not literally self-care, like I want to survive, <laughs> yeah. so I need to take care of myself. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And walking is one of the easiest things that you can do. And I think I also think it's one of the best things because it's just so natural to walk. Like you, you learned it a long time ago. <laughs> you don't need lectures on the walking. Like you can do it anytime, anywhere. I hope that we don't have any listeners in like wheelchairs. <laughs> well, in that case, yeah, you will not yeah. take a walk. <laughs> But still, just moving around a little bit, going outside, yeah. still, still I a good thing. I think this topic as well needs its own episode. Moving yourself, exercise, fitness. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. <laughs> uh, number nine, get some sleep already. Again. Yes, you should do this in order to survive and function. Yeah. What is your sleeping schedule? Ooh, well, these days I go to bed usually around 11 or I go to bed around 10. But then, you know, I'm on my phone or I'm reading for about an hour until 11-ish. And then I will wake up usually anywhere between 7 and 8. So I will get... Eight hours, usually at least, of sleep. Yeah, And that you? sounds healthy. Yeah. <laughs> For me, recently, uh, I started to go to bed at nine. But that's uh, <laughs> simply, mainly because I don't have, like, I'm not coming from work at five for example so I can like, I have my dinner between five and six and then like it feels natural to go to bed around nine and uh i i'm not on my phone in bed uh sometimes i would play like uh what trying to watch something but it's more for the sound in the background mm. uh, especially if there are like if i have too many thoughts in my head it helps me to just get them out just listening to something not necessarily that interests me it's just something going on there uh, so I fall asleep easy easier and then normally I would wake up between uh, six and seven which is quite early and I have to say like I needed to incorporate a meal between breakfast and lunch which I didn't <laughs> used to do before but if I wake up at six like I'm not able to like go without anything from breakfast to lunch like I'm really yeah. hungry so so yeah but it's uh, again like I see it as a benefit because most of the eating I do in the back like in the first half of the day and so yeah uh, but my whole life I I just love sleeping and my whole life I've been getting the basically eight hours uh, per night all the time and mm. sometimes when I need to stay wake up I'm not happy. I, I don't like it. I, I I can do it like from time to time, but it's just, nope, I want my sleep. And I'm surprised how many people don't get their sleep. Mm. Like, it's really surprising to me. Like, how do you get things done? Like, if you're constantly tired. So, yeah, it's really surprising to me sometimes how many people are struggling with good sleep. And... Mm. Don't, don't consider it as something important. Like that's sometimes yeah. the excuse yeah. like, oh, I, I don't have time to sleep. Like I need to get all these things done. But then can you really well, get all those things done if, if you yeah. can focus? And also, time? yeah, like what, what, what the hell? Like I don't have time. Make the time. <laughs> It's your body. Like you need to give it the rest. Like it deserves it. Like it keeps you up every day so it deserves to sleep and also like there are so many benefits to sleep also with like uh when you are learning something like in the sleep when you are getting the proper sleep uh, the mem the information should be able to somehow like settle mm -hmm. to your brain mm -hmm. so if you're getting proper sleep you would uh remember more from what you learned the day before i've i know there is this one study that studied this so yeah so like there are many other benefits to getting a good sleep so do it yes. sleep well <laughs> yes 
And I know it can be tempting. It's something that I did quite a bit when I was studying, that I would start studying for an exam the night before. And the thing is, it's you kind of remember those things when you're taking the exam, but then you cannot remember it long term. You just remember it the next yeah, day, no. okay, but then... Yeah. It disappears. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, eventually it would still disappear, so, <laughs> you know. True. <laughs> Okay, shall we go to tip number 10? Yes. <laughs> Practice, how do you say this? Kegel? Kegel? Exercises? No idea. Okay. Do you have some sort of um, inside opinion, experience on this one? I never thought I would be asked if I have some opinion on my pelvic floor. Uh <laughs> But actually, I do <laughs> somehow because uh, I feel like my pelvic floor was kind of strong, like always. Like mm-hmm. I didn't need to do something special about it. And I can like my brain is able to connect to those muscles and like I can use use them. Uh, so I was aware of this even before I came across the term itself or how are you supposed to exercise it and also uh, from a friend uh, I know that if you're exercising this and your pelvic floor is strong then for example it's easier to give birth Mm -hmm. like you can push better I guess yeah this is not my personal experience definitely (laughs) but I've heard, but yeah, I I never considered this, again, self-care, because mm-hmm. for me, self-care would be, I don't know, like, it doesn't improve my life so much. Like, it would, it would be bad if the muscles were not working, I guess, <laughs> but mm-hmm. in general, I don't feel like this is really, like improving my day-to-day life like it's just it's it surprised me to see this on this list Mm -hmm. I mean for me first of all I don't really know if I'm able to like locate those muscles like if I'm trying to like squeeze there it's either like my abs or my glutes or like (laughs) okay I I cannot really feel like I'm isolating some muscles Mm -hmm. in there Mm -hmm. i don't know i've heard that they have some kind of devices that like you can stick something in there and then you like squeeze and then it will measure how strong your pelvic muscles are and yeah the second thing is (laughs) i remember i was maybe i don't know 18 19 i was sitting in a cafe and there were two women sitting next to me. One of them had just given birth. She was with a baby and she was telling her birth story to her friend. And mm-hmm. she was saying that basically her pelvic muscles were so strong and so big that it was almost difficult because the muscles were so huge, okay. <laughs> like overtrained. <laughs> so okay. it was like difficult for the baby to come out. So yeah yeah (laughs) okay yeah I guess there is always two sides to everything uh but would you would you consider exercising for your as part of your self-care yeah oh maybe that can be one of our challenges okay I mean (laughs) but how will we how will we know if we did good like (laughs) just like you know daily so, so, I, I don't know. Also, uh, not not 10 minutes, please. 10 minutes sounds excessive. <laughs> like, like do, does it get just... tired? Like, you're, you're, you're kind of squeezing the muscles and then it gets tired? And then you're sore the next day? Mm, I don't uh, know. Yeah. Here in the article it says uh, to squeeze and hold for 3 to 10 seconds and do 10 reps, which for me... Which is weird, I'm doing it now. And <laughs> of course, I mean who isn't doing it right now <laughs> listening to this? 
Let's squeeze all together. Uh, <laughs> but it feels weird to hold it. Like it feels, I don't know, like I'm kind of instantly worried that it will get stuck somehow. Like, you know, like, like it will stay that way, like kind of closed. <laughs> so yeah, I don't know if like, yeah, it's weird. So yeah. I'm not sure if I have something more to say on this. Um, okay, <laughs> we might come back to this topic in future episodes. <laughs> yes, yeah, but I would definitely need to get more uh, information and let's say science behind this. Yeah, okay. Speaking of which, number 11, start your day with something pleasant. hey <laughs> For me, it's my breakfast and my coffee, which mm -hmm. again, like, yeah, I eat every, every day the same thing, mm -hmm. <laughs> but <laughs> I can believe that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And also I have like very specific steps of my breakfast preparation. Like mm -hmm. I have my favorite bowl where I have my breakfast and like, it's just this whole ritual, which mm -hmm. kind of helps me to be there in the moment so I'm like fully enjoying the smells I'm fully enjoying the moment like I'm fully like embracing the warmth of the cup and it's just like very very in the moment thing for me which mm -hmm. is very very positive so yeah this is my ritual which I do every single day and it really helps me to start the day pleasantly <laughs> yeah That's amazing. And do you ever like watch something while you're having your breakfast, like or scroll on Instagram or anything like that? I would usually watch something, and it would e either be I don't know if some of the YouTuber YouTubers I subscribe to uh, release some new video that would be like really nice thing to start the day mm -hmm. with because they are usually twenty to thirty minutes, so it's like the right time for breakfast let's say uh, mm -hmm. but if not I would watch maybe some episode or uh, of my some of my favorite tv series or something like really just like enjoying the time for myself like I would yeah. definitely not read any news that's an absolutely big no in the morning <laughs> yeah. and I would not usually also not go through my social media because I just want to like be there alone with myself <laughs> have me time mm -hmm. if you would previously ask me about like what do I do for self-care this would be definitely one of the things I would mention yeah I feel like for me my breakfast routine is as well it's sacred it's yes. my time I love it and it's almost like of course it's nice to have my boyfriend having breakfast with me like during the weekend but at the same time I kind of miss it because <laughs> it's like my time so it's weird to share it with someone <laughs> yes I completely understand yeah yeah but yeah I I love my breakfast at the moment I have two different breakfast options that I like to alternate between depending on if I have bananas that need to be eaten or not <laughs> <laughs> yeah i guess we both do this yes good for us <laughs> okay number 12 get your om on which refers to meditation so we have arrived to the one of the i feel like most popular self-care tips yeah do you meditate kaika i started to try to meditate <laughs> uh, recently and I watched some videos on meditation I watched uh, there's a whole series on Netflix on med meditation I'm not sure uh, about the name yeah uh, I don't remember and yes a lot of you because normally I need to do my research before I start to do of something course. like I need to know how yeah. uh, and I do kind of understand how and occasionally I am able to for a second or two get into the state uh, with the basically the feeling of a blank mind kind mm -hmm. of like really just like 
the thoughts are there, but you are not really focusing on any and you're just like letting them flow and mm. just stopping for a little bit. And it's a really nice feeling, but it's, I don't like when I'm not good at something. Uh, it's, um, uh-huh. I do struggle with this issue my whole life. I just like to be good at anything I do. Uh, so me not being so successful with meditation uh, somehow directly connects with anxiety. Mm. So I need to be in the right state of mind for trying to try meditate. Mm. Uh, but what I started to do recently is just uh, focus on my breathing, breathing and just like having the breath out longer than the in like yeah you know yeah. like I, yeah, I don't know yeah. how it's called I know it has even some specific names but uh I don't count I don't really focus on it like yeah like four count to four while breathing in and then to eight while breathing out that mm-hmm. just like that's just too much focus for me I just do it like naturally just breathing in breathing out longer and also I do it when I feel like it i would do it when i'm waiting for my water to boil i would do it when i'm outside sitting on some nice bench i would do it before interview i would do it anytime when i feel like this is the right time for me to relax mm-hmm. and i would say like it brings instant relief for me mm-hmm. so it's much more i would say successful <laughs> than the than the traditional uh, view on meditation because like it really helps right away like everybody knows how to breathe so you yeah. can do it anytime <laughs> anywhere <laughs> uh, you don't need to learn how to focus on your thoughts and everything so I would really strongly recommend trying this out and not forcing yourself into like yeah now I have the time in my calendar to mm. relax like that's just stupid in my opinion like you need to feel like it and you need to feel like I'm here and I want to be calm and I feel good so I would definitely recommend trying to just breathe <laughs> just breathe yeah 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 I love that I feel like taking a few deep breaths you feel different yeah you do and something that I really love is I don't know if you know yoga with Adrian on YouTube she makes yoga videos obviously okay so something that I really really love about her videos is that sometimes she says like take the deepest breath that you've taken today and sometimes that that thought just pops into my mind randomly and I do it I take the deepest breath that I've taken thus far today yeah and it feels amazing (laughs) yeah and do you do any specific like special kinds of breathing like uh or is it just a regular regular breathing regular (laughs) breathing yeah because I feel like if I try to do any special kind of breathing I feel very easily very lightheaded yeah like I remember my previous our previous employer they (laughs) offered this um like uh introduction to the Wim Hof Mm -hmm. method which is like yeah a lot of breathing exercises and then you like if you want to do the full method you expose yourself to cold and so on um but during the breathing it was so difficult for me I I'm like why would I do this to myself because I feel like I'm about to pass out like am I not doing it correctly I don't know uh oh I think over a month ago I was I visited this man seeking for some advice in my life and uh he he was working like with all different kinds of methods of meditation but he was also like sensing the kind of like your energy and this kind of like more into the spiritual direction and uh not like since I'm in pretty good connection with myself, he didn't tell me anything groundbreaking. But <laughs> but uh, what I took from that meeting was uh, he told me if I feel sometimes like tense and I feel 
kind of anxious or I feel fear or I feel uncomfortable to do a simple uh, breathing exercise. But when breathing out, don't just breathe out like breathe out, but kind of the way if you would be like in the winter trying to warm your hands, just like the kind of. Uh, I don't know how to explain it, but like a different way and just trying to like get all of the air out, trying to feel like it's going also from the around your stomach and your lungs and everything, like trying to breathe all of it out. And I have to say this was very useful and I, I can feel like the instant relief and that's that's nice. So like, mm-hmm. but I think, but, but I think in this again, like this is very individual and for me, it was a long, long way to come to a point when I was able to accept any method of relaxing or anything because I was kind of very opposed to it. But uh, right now I am able to, but it's not for everyone. Like you don't need to, like it doesn't have to work for you. So Mm -hmm. this is also with meditation. Like, yeah, there are scientifically proven benefits of it. But if you don't feel like meditating, don't meditate. It's just not for everyone. Yeah. And I really like this part that you said about like breathing like you you're imagining it like the breath in your stomach and whatever I love these kinds of visual that you're thinking about your body doing something as you're doing like for example with meditations I love the kind of meditation when you're just laying there and then you put your focus on let's say you start I don't know from your head or your toes don't know if it matters and then you're just like you're sensing that part of your body as you like go through your body I think that's very nice yeah I like that kind of meditation a lot because you have something to focus on it's not like you're trying to empty your mind (laughs) yeah (laughs) because that's that's so difficult it's crazy difficult even if you're just trying to focus only on your breathing it's still very difficult. Yes, it is. So yeah, definitely meditation is something that I could work on. Yeah. But it's not at the top of my priority list, to be honest. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so something we both feel like there's room for improvement. Yes, definitely. So number 13, confront your negativity on paper. Okay, so this is another tip where you're writing down things but this time you're not writing the things that didn't suck today but you're writing down the not so pleasant thoughts the negative self-talk self-doubt yeah to be honest I have to say I don't think I've really ever done this what I've mainly done is if I've mm, I have a very uh, on and off relationship with journaling So sometimes it really helps to, like, if there's anything negative on my mind, just to put it on paper. Mm -hmm. Uh, So then it's kind of like out of your mind. But I wouldn't say that I I really do. Oh, for me, I do have somewhat of an experience with this. Uh, Not really doing it uh, from my own initiative. But in my first relationship... Uh, when I was 15, 16, I did something bad. And as a kind of the partner wanted me to realize I did something bad. So he asked me to write down all of my faults. And uh, (laughs) so I started, I wanted to be really serious about this. So I sat down, I put out paper I took a pen and I wrote down four pages double-sided of my faults and I have to say not pleasant at all no way of self-care definitely not because the issue is if you sit down and you want to write down something negative about yourself if you are not really in the best place on earth which I don't think anyone is and you are not the in the state of eternal self-love 
you will be able to find out a lot of things. Mm -hmm. And I don't think it's in any way beneficial to giving yourself the extra time to think about it. Because normally you wouldn't be just sitting down and being like, so yes, so I didn't work out today. And I also didn't do this and I didn't do that. And I I was supposed to do this and I was supposed to act nicer and I was supposed to act like this. You wouldn't normally go into this way. Like you might have one separate negative thought, but if you would be to sit down and write it down, I think you would come up with so many things, which normally you wouldn't even think about. So I strongly disagree about this. And since I have in a sense done this exercise and it was a lot and I came up with things which were not okay and I don't think I would think about them if I wouldn't be forced to think about it so I don't think in general thinking about negative things it's not really like it's not putting me into good place and writing it down that sounds like really just not a good idea for me because then it's there it's on paper and you might be tempted to read it over again and just reminding yourself like what's bad and I know that the purpose of this exercise was supposed to be to like read it over and like kind of maybe rationally or objectively Mm. come back to those and say like no this is not true like it's not so bad I would say you would have to be like really really strong and like really loving yourself to be able to do this on paper and do this even like regularly but it for me this sounds like a hell of a bad idea so (laughs) this is a big no for me yeah and I would never recommend this to any 15 year old oh no oh my goodness No, now I might be like, now if I would would be supposed to do this, I would probably just sit down and write down like, this is the stupidest shit I ever heard. So and just stand <laughs> up and not do it at all. Because now I really refuse to willingly go to negative thoughts about myself. So mm-hmm. it's a big no for me. Mm-hmm. You know, I love personality tests. Uh, you do as well we will be talking yes. about that in the future but lately I've seen a few personality tests that I've taken tell me that I have the tendency to focus on the positive to an extent where um, like I'm ignoring the negative basically uh-huh. so I feel like from that point of view I think it could be a good idea for me to maybe do this exercise, just write down all the things that I'm trying to avoid and Mm -hmm. all the excuses that I'm coming up. Like, you know, for example, starting this podcast, like, oh, but like, why would anybody want to listen to me? Or like, what if I don't know how to do it? Like, how does it work? Like, technically speaking, like all of those things that Mm -hmm. I'm telling myself that, you know, I don't know how to do and I will never learn, which when you say it out loud, it sounds ridiculous. <laughs> but when you're just ignoring yeah. it, it's there in the back of your mind because you're not processing it. Yeah, that, that would be the difference of the thinking of the two of us in this sense. Like, for me, if I have a negative thought, that would become my main focus mm. usually. Mm-hmm. Like, that's just how my mind works. Like, if I have any doubts, I have to deal with them right now or I will not be able to think about anything else. So for me, like, I need to do it so uh, I cannot avoid them. Like, there is no place in my mind where I can just hide it and <laughs> forget yeah. about it. So, yeah, so, but still doesn't make sense for me to write it down, like, I think even for yourself, like you can just be aware of the fact that you are doing this and just like try not to do it. But I don't think like really like writing down negative thoughts that just it just doesn't sound right for me. Like that's just (laughs) weird. Mm -hmm. So a bit of um, mixed feelings about that, that tip. Yeah. So this was the first part of our self-care episodes. (laughs) And we will have a part two coming out next. So um, you can look forward to that one. 
So if you have any comments, you can leave them either here or comment on our Instagram and we can get back to you. Yes, we would love to discuss this topic more, but unfortunately, yeah, we cannot make these episodes like three hours long. <laughs> yeah, so... <laughs> we can, but... <laughs> we could. <laughs> so yeah, uh, the Instagram is at myheartyourhead and we will see you there. <laughs>